0: We 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 kind of know what happened in November with you know the yeah with, with New Hampshire sort of getting a Republican trifecta. Um, I don't know how it manifests itself so far. Um, what have you guys noticed?
1: Well, just just within the state of New Hampshire itself, then or.
0: Um, just in like, I mean, just in like the last few weeks, like I've, I've heard that like there are a couple of like QAnon wackos that, um, that, that, um, were going to Sununu's house and making like, because he's, they're mad at him because he's doing the mask mandate and so on and so forth.
2: Well, well, I haven't heard anything actually. Well, there's, well,
1: Sununu is in a very interesting place because Sununu, um, is a very, you know, lackluster leader and he tends to follow, you know, whichever is the easiest path of resistance and an interesting thing has happened. He's one of these guys that somehow managed to not only upset every progressive in New Hampshire, but he's also been able to upset all the extreme rightists in New Hampshire as well. So he's kind of stuck in this middle ground and I guess that's the benefit of just being wishy-washy overall, which is the fact that because you don't take a position and you follow the wind everybody's gonna go after you. So you know, because he lacks that sort of leadership, it's kind of interesting to see him kind of flail in the wind. And he's got one big wind in his back, which is the fact nobody pays attention in New Hampshire. So all these things can flip-flop and the only ones that really know what's going on are the ones that are progressive, that are really punched in, or the, the extreme right, or what uh, folks in New Hampshire are called the um, freestaters. Which is you know a, kind of a version of you know being libertarian, so that, that's how I see it, yeah. Gracie, anything?
2: I think you just nailed it, lackluster um, I'm pretty much up to here. <laughs> <laughs> you know like what else is there to say about that, especially with the uh part two of the uh Bank of New England saga.
0: Yeah, let's go into that. (laughs) How much time do we have, Dan?
2: No, no, no. It's a short story because they're so dumb. Pardon me. I'm sorry. No. uh, So I get a phone call, right? Mid-afternoon. And it's this dude from Bank of New England. It's a CFO. I forget his name. (laughs) how much I care. (laughs) And uh, he wanted to settle over the phone. Like, how can we settle our differences? But he didn't say they were, you know, at fault for anything. So I'm doing a documentary that could use some funding. So I gave him a number. And uh, he did not like that number. I'll, and <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he, he's trying to intimidate me by saying, oh, we're going to go to court. And I'm thinking, well, why do you sound nervous then? And um, because the Human Rights Commission had uh, docketed the complaint already. So they cannot destroy hard drives, emails, none of the above. So we're going to nail them. I'm sure they're dumb enough to have internal um, emails within the bank saying don't give her an account. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're that dumb.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm sure there are some employees like within there that like are really sloppy with it that they're like we're gonna find it. Like I mean it's yeah, we're
2: gonna yeah. And the, the beauty of it is um they can't destroy anything. So I could just taunt them all I want to because I know there's something there. And I'm dying to know, you know, who made that phone call. I I have an idea who it is. But it's just to prove it, you know.
0: Yeah, don't want to. We don't want to like name names or whatever.
2: <laughs> no, not, but, until it's, not until it's proven, but I have a, I think I have an idea. Yeah.
0: You know, actually, Dan, we're at the
1: point now where they're, they're going to name the names by themselves. I mean, the way things are going here, they just, you just, some people just need to give enough rope to kind of hang themselves. And All you got to do is make them, them really of-
2: mad and then they start talking. <laughs> um remember we'll, well well look at Jordan Ulry this morning. Or, or was uh, it last night? We got into a little bit of a Twitter spat because um <laughs> he is the co chair of uh Alec. The um you know you know who Alec is. The
0: Koch Brothers funded uh, Yes.
2: Yes. So um it got kind of weird. <laughs> oh my gosh! So,
0: like Alec is like running things right now. Like they I'm, I'm are... imagining, I'm imagining a lot of the current majority have have their funds to sort of think right now.
2: Um, I'm hearing things that are uh, really upsetting. Well, uh, George and I are doing a documentary together, so we partnered up, and. We're just sort of like kind of shifting through all of this data, including my story as well, but other but others are coming forward with the same type of uh discrimination, you know. Uh policies changed with good credit, but they just happen to be dark skinned. That sort of thing. So um I'm trying to figure out if it's a New England thing or if it's a New Hampshire thing. Um, I'm unsure. So let me get back to the bank so this guy he had um you know he tried to intimidate me over the phone which i thought was hilarious because i looked him up the guy was dumb enough to try to follow me on twitter (laughs) and i i looked him up and it was a law firm and i got this i got of course i got you know dog poop in the mail you know something from his law firm but but they're that dumb they are that dumb they are like regular they're like thug criminals where they're not very bright, but they just pick pockets.
0: Cartoonishly yeah. evil, I've I've heard the saying. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm with Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Those those uh, robbers. <laughs>
2: those dog guard robbers, and they start talking all weird, like rah rah rah. You know, <laughs> yeah. So basically, we have a bunch of barking dogs in New England, well, New Hampshire now, and a lot of them are outed neo-nazis uh gosh we got we got the whole shebang here it is like the equivalent to a jerry springer show but it's live
0: what about that dawn lady has she she hasn't been made to resign yet no
2: they're not gonna do crap about her you know what i'm sorry f her because she did it on the first night of hanukkah wow that's yeah so so, (laughs) For for Jews, yeah, and for for, no for Jews that that's sacred. The first night, you know, it's a private thing, and uh, she just sort of like just you know shadow over it. Sorry, but yeah, that is uh, unforgivable.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, this is really nothing new for New Hampshire, Dan. This is something historically that has always been part and baked into the way New Hampshire conducts itself at the most public levels. For example, a lot of people don't know. Like New Hampshire was one of the last states to uh, recognize Martin Luther King Day.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I,
1: when when we did do it, it was actually called Civil Rights Day, and not Martin Luther King Day, because they they wanted to make sure that we included all the civil rights leaders and just not focus on on Martin Luther King.
0: Yeah, and um, and what's uh, Buchanan got voted for to two primaries? I think, yeah, Buchanan. I think ninety-two, ninety-six.
1: Yeah, you are correct. I'm correct. Um, you know, I was very involved in New Hampshire politics back then, and you know, used to see the Buchanan people all the time. And um, interesting crowd. But New Hampshire's filled with an interesting crowd. And what makes it even more interesting, Dan, is the fact that it doesn't take much to sway things in New Hampshire because they're so small. You get a small group of people together. And all of a sudden you've gone from progressive to like
0: ultra-conservative just like that overnight and then vice versa. But it's like, I don't like from what I'm seeing and like, I've been sort of observing the politics on and off my entire life um, in, in the neighboring area. Like, like, at the, like at, on one hand, populist right people like him have an opening and can win and then Trump, people like Trump they find an open, they use that same opening and then you have Bernie who wins the primary not once but twice there so there's it seems like there's an equal amount of populist left people and populist right people and like like you just said, it does not take a whole lot to swing things
2: and there's double agents as well so you <laughs> got you that People who uh, are Republican that put themselves on Democratic ballot.
0: I see. Oh, yeah, to control sort of both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that's,
1: uh That's very true.
2: So we've seen some... Uh, it, it's like the ultimate uh, beauty pageant where, you know, people start doing some really strange stuff to win the crown. You know what I'm saying? And what do you really get? But... <laughs> You know, for being a state rep in New New Hampshire, we have 424 seats here in New Hampshire. Why do we need all those people? And most of them, especially the GOP side, are all just completely anti-Semitic, racist pieces of garbage. And those are the good ones. Yeah, it is. And um, now... Going back to uh, Bank of New England, I'm sorry, we keep digressing, but um, George was the one who was able to get his account in 24 hours.
1: I'll take credit yeah. for that.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, but, but no,
2: that, Oh, but they changed policies between the time that I had, uh, yeah. There there goes again. Changed policies. So they changed policies, but from the time that I had applied for my account to the time that George applied for his account. Policies don't change that fast. I mean, yeah, how yeah. stupid do they think we are? And then the guy on the phone was dumb enough to, ta- to ask me, oh, you know, George. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and they called me so smart. <laughs> I'm like, you don't oh talk you don't tell me this stuff. You know? God, you're so dumb. And the attorney, I, I looked him up on LinkedIn. I'm gonna eat him alive. Oh my god. He is like he's a little seedling, you know.
0: That's that's what I don't like about like the discrimination and racism and like I notice in New England. It's like very like we need to find these elaborate reasons so we don't look like we're doing it up front. Like I notice that a lot with our moderate um yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed that a lot with like our moderate conservative um, governor here in Massachusetts, Baker. He just vetoed a police reform bill, and he was giving all these like like oh, I have to do it because of this, this, and then one one of the provisions was, was to ban um, r- r- facial recognition, and he he vetoed that, and like the Democrats folded, and then they watered it down for him, and then he signed it, but. It's just this. I have to find real reasons to, to, to do these <laughs> fake reasons. But it's just, ugh, just, just be upfront and say you don't like minorities. Like,
2: there you go. Thank you. And they don't like anything trans. They don't like anything different. So I. Yeah, yeah, I
0: heard. Um, what's, what's her? Fr- yeah, um, was Arya like? She was getting a lot of like, like bad like mail or whatever too. Like <sighs> people were really mean.
2: It is, uh, it's truly disgusting here.
1: Yeah. I always like to go with the phrase, Dan, that don't underestimate the amount of, you know, people willing to do things and mass for stupid reasons. And yeah, this is what we see a lot of that here, because, um, that when, when I was running for state rep in this last go around, uh, one of the things I was arguing against was, um, there, there was a bill that was up there, which, which got killed, uh, was to, um. It's basically a civil rights bill for transgender folks. And the four reps in my district who I was running against all voted against this bill. So when we got a chance to debate, you know, live on our Zoom call, I said, you know, how could you folks vote against this bill? And there was dead silence. And then this one rep, name was Deb DeSimone, basically said, I voted against that bill because I did not want to raise taxes. And this bill would Ooh, have Ooh, you're
2: naming taxes. names. You're being naughty. Hey, it's
1: public record. i <laughs> so now you
2: know why we teamed around. up. Yeah. And everybody just
1: turned around and looked at her and says, This is a civil rights bill. This is not a tax bill. You know, and you're basically discriminating against the transgender community because you're using under the guise of taxes. Says, come on, man! Using my best Biden. Come on,
0: <laughs> come on, man! Come on,
1: man!
2: <laughs>
1: and that, that's a tip of a very small iceberg here in New Hampshire. But that's just one one example that's been bothering me since the election.
0: But yeah. I don't what I don't get is that like, OK, so he so Biden won like he won federally in, in New Hampshire, but then everyone just voted our down ticket. Like I don't like what do they feel that they get the do they want the federal funds? Is that why they voted for Biden and then voted our down ticket? I just I just I don't get it. Like living in a solidly blue state, like I just I'm kind of baffled.
2: I really wish I was where you are, Dan. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> well, we're more purple because we vote we vote for people like Romney and uh Weld yeah. for tax reasons. Like that's that's the you ask the average person, they can't give you a real reason why they like Baker, but it's because he keeps, keeps a fiscal check on the Democrats. Like that's that's the reason most people will give you for tax reasons.
1: Yeah. Well, we've got we've got three issues here in new hampshire it's taxes guns and taxes
2: <laughs> no god god guns and country amen i mean
0: yeah. <laughs> liberty, and property <laughs>
2: yeah uh, it is a uh it's a trippy place to live it's one of the weird i lived everywhere like i lived all over the place including abroad and this is like the first time where i'm like what the I can't know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, things that should be easy, like getting a bank account, shouldn't be this hard. It should be as easy as walking in like George did and get his account. He got the... And they still haven't closed the account, by the way.
1: But, the,
0: the was, for me.
1: but then there's, there's something that I need to say about this whole account thing. And I got a lot to say, as, as Gracie can uh, confirm too, But... Realize that there's 424 state reps in New Hampshire, right? You figure there's a minimum of at least two people running for each of those seats. And these elections take place every two years. That's 800 reps. You tell me no one has ever walked into a bank in New England in the 200 years that we've been doing this in New Hampshire that said, Hey, I would like to open a campaign account. So think about all those lost transactions that they really close the door. So that's the first part of this. The second part of this is the fact that, you know, we're opening up, you know, a checking savings account here. And it's like, it's not like you know, getting a credit card or a mortgage. You know, this is the campaign money that's going in there. there there's very little risk in all this. Maybe you go overdrawn, but you just shut down the account. And right. the third thing, and probably the most bothersome of this whole ordeal for Gracie is the fact that they, they took lied about over 10 days to give her the denial where she could have gone elsewhere if they would going close it down. You know, it's and they kept so saying many... we're
2: working on it, we're investigating this. They, they, they strung me along, to me, and then to the point where I was off the ballot, and we still have Jordan Ulrey as a state rep. That was who I was going to run against.
0: So, um, so with so, so is the Bank of New England the only account that people can open if they're trying to run, or are there other sort of? You no,
2: know, but- um, some credit unions do it you can go to citizens bank you know there's a yeah you have to call around and um ask for a business uh like a you know like a business manager and then um you know they'll tell you on the phone yes or no we don't do that or we do do that on the phone when i called bank of new england um that was actually my first call and they said they did do campaign bank accounts <laughs> Sort of, sort of, just not for me. Yeah. God forbid that. Uh, yeah. And Dan, totally. one
1: other interesting bit from this too is when, you know, I, I refused to fund my account I was just kind of waiting to see what the bank would do. So finally the bank calls and they asked me why I didn't fund it. I said, well, I'm not funding the account because what you did, you know, to, to Gracie. And it was almost like she knew I was going to say that. Because she absolutely knew who Gracie was, and she had her defenses all ready to go. And I'm thinking yeah, that's
0: so, Come on, man. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> they are beyond. They, can, they can't lie. Oh, my gosh. They need acting classes or something out here.
0: So are they there just, like, um, are there other progressives that have had this, like the, that have tried to sort of do this? And like, is there a list of other people that have had these shenanigans happen? Um, Is that like in the documentary or?
2: Well, yeah, there, there's others, but I'm the first one, uh, the loudest. That's gonna, That's just, I just, no, I'm not putting up with this. I'm just the loudest one, but I'm not the only one.
0: So, like, like with your documentary, like, um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can ask, but like, is it like, like, is it going to be distributed like all throughout, like, like Vimeo, all those places, or like, are, like, what route are you gonna go?
2: Uh, we want to go with streaming services because uh, it's easier, and uh, we have uh, you know contacts and things in a mix. So, um, I just want to really get this out that the documentary isn't a hit piece this is a intervention piece so it's almost like you know i can't live with you you're beautiful but you're mean um i could have done so much for you but you just wouldn't take it it's a break it's a dear john letter basically on why we can't live here or why anybody can't live here unless you're white and christian and like
0: i like, um, I like, like I went to like, UMass Amherst, but I had like, a, I had like a lot of, like, I had a really good friend who grew up in New Hampshire. She, she's really smart. She, she's, I believe she's going into like nursing school right now. She, she lived in Boston like after college. And then she, um, I think she's living in Maine right now. She's going to like nursing school there. And like one of my, like, I, I went to a, a private school and half the people were from New Hampshire and half were from Mass and all of them, now live in in like boston like i even i even have one of like my friends who was on he he went on shark tank like a couple of years ago like he's doing a lot of good entrepreneurial sort of stuff and like they sh- like i if I were a state, I would want to do all I can to keep those people like right like what, are they, what are they what's being what, like is there do dude like the elder i mean do like the powers that be not care that they're not keeping their young, their best, best, and their brightest. Or
2: Dan, like, like. I have an answer for that. <laughs> Let me tell you what yeah. this is. Now, New Hampshire is definitely politics central. Now you can go out and you can reach out and touch your your, you know, whoever's running for whatever, whatever position, whatever. And what I think is, um, oh, sorry, repeat the question. I'm losing my train of thought. I'm About sorry. The got- About the young
1: leaving. Oh, About people
2: leaving, people leaving. Yeah, green green. Oh, yeah, that's right. People leaving. Sorry, I just hurt my son upstairs. Um, oh, don't worry. What people leaving as it's just so blatant in your face, you get worn down. Then you try to go into politics to try to help things along, and then you can't get a bank account. It's just too much BS to deal with after a while, to the point where it's like, you know what? This is a rock, and somebody moved it. It was sad. It is sad because, I mean, I tried my damnedest to um, try to get tech over here, try to get Amazon's attention over here to get a very depressed area and give them jobs and hope and um, hopefully some, you know, technical experience for the 21st century to survive. And uh, they just, they... The powers that be, you know, um, don't want progress. They don't want these people to have that opportunity, which blows my mind. Like, how can you be like? Jo- I'm sorry, Jordan. is on my shit list right now because he voted against uh, affordable affordable insulin. He voted. He voted for um, what was it? Gay? Uh, what was that was thing, George? Gay conversion therapy, thank you. Because that works, right? Um,
0: Totally works.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So this is the piece of crap that I'm dealing with that I was trying to run against and push them out and try to at least like kind of progress the state forward to like 1994-ish from 1955. You know, I'm, not, I'm I'm not being that um, aggressive. <laughs> you know about
1: yeah, that. No, you're not. The baby steps. You know, baby steps. Baby
2: steps, yeah. But um yeah, I had a whole plan and uh yeah, and then the fact that Jordan still has that seat is completely disgusting to me. This guy is uh he called me a bigot. And he called me uh, names. I'm sorry?
0: Yeah, he's projecting.
2: Oh, yeah. What's and I'm has. thinking yeah and uh he called me anti-semitic and i'm laughing my butt off yeah i'm like do you not know i'm mexican do you not know i'm jewish (laughs) like i'm just laughing like you are such an idiot i told him that on twitter i said dude you are such a moron (laughs) you (laughs) know (laughs) (laughs) but it's true Uh, So, yeah, we had this whole spat about, uh, you know, he's part of ALEC and, you know, being the co-chair. There is no chairman, but he goes on this diatribe about um, how they're just simply model bills that, um, you know, it's just an educational tool for legislators. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To see if... Go ahead. So, like, what would have been like, 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 let's say this whole like shenanigans with 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 the Bank of New England and the the powers that be didn't happen. Like, what would have like been your political sort of platform? Like, what would have been like your e like like what what would have been sort of your economic plan? What would have been you know your plan for sort of civil rights slash liberties, um, that sort of thing? Like, if, oh. if this didn't transpire.
2: Absolutely, I would have uh, embraced the uh the L B G T community. Why not? Yeah, you know, I don't understand why they're ostracized to begin with here. Um there's so many opportunities that could be used here as far as um getting, you know, big tech over here, get aerospace over here, and uh create some sort of like a you know aerospace hub where Cause they put people to work. And these are some good people here. I'm not saying that they're all horrible and racist because they're not. They are good people, they just don't know any better because they have a, a state rep that likes to keep them ignorant.
1: A, a few more things I, I can throw into this here, you know, which so is number not. one, is really, there's, there's two New Hampshire's. There's New Hampshire that Sununu likes to talk about, which is the- <laughs> which is the rich New Hampshire that has the highest per capita income in the country, which is a percentage of New Hampshire. And that, you know, tips a scale. But the reality is there's a whole dark hidden New Hampshire that no one ever talks about because they, they just don't have the access. New Hampshire has the lowest minimum wage legally allowed. We have no, um, no, no care, you know, no, not daycare. Um, we don't have that family friendly economy. You know, so, you know, we we don't do any reimbursements for things like daycare and the other pieces. We have the highest tuition, in-state tuition in the country. That's one of the reasons why people leave to begin with. Yeah, University of New Hampshire is just as expensive for someone coming, you know, in-state that's coming out of state. That's one of the reasons why everybody...
2: Let me uh, interject real quick. Now I'm hearing, cause I, I'm doing some research for the documentary and I'm hearing things about uh, special interest groups who are giving money and buying houses to people in California, like San Diego uh, conservatives. And they would house them, give them jobs and set them up in New Hampshire. So it kind of feels like we're being focus grouped in a way, like see what sticks. You know you know where the talent is as far as you know who's the best bullshitter <laughs> you know they can find mm-hmm. and just so happens that my neighbor next door um their 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 house was purchased through a private trust
0: so you have so, like you have people that are like parking their money that are you know that are putting other conservatives that could sort of Fit it's in absurd. And try to do shenanigans and keep. I would keep have believed me.
2: I would have believed me, if I if I didn't see it for myself. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have thought, okay, lay off the drugs, you know. But no, seriously, it is uh, that crazy. It
1: right, I and mean, it's really one of those things. Until you live it, it's impossible to believe, because you know New Hampshire has this this beautiful image. That we keep up and stuff. And honestly. Oh my gosh. You you get better news about New Hampshire watching Colbert and Seth Meyers than you do from New Hampshire's single and only one governor-loving news station.
2: WMUR.
1: But in fairness, we do have over 400 state reps to follow, and it does become impossible, and that's one of the reasons why they get away with what they
2: get away with. There's too many. Yeah. And, Oh, and, and then there's a pattern. There's a pattern of abuse here because uh, I call it abuse because we're constituents. So we're, we're sort of like their children, you know, <laughs> there's a pattern of abuse here. Now it goes from, um, somebody makes a big mistake. Somebody does something really horrible on social media and let's say like, like the like John Johnson person, she did that, uh, anti-Semitic crap she posted and, uh, she gets a lot of heat. Then everything goes quiet and uh they just kind of hope that uh it goes away until the next story it gets it gets hushed and it does not leave the state it is the weirdest damn thing
0: so it's like it's like i don't know it's like it's like sort of machine <laughs> politics in a sense where there's like there's there's established powers that keep yeah. things sort of the way they are that. That keep things hush hush there's a there's a sort of secrecy
2: oh yeah and I'm gonna find you
0: I'm
2: gonna find you
0: she will it's all going to be in the documentary
2: oh yeah, oh God I got more than I got more than I bargained for I mean I'll, I need, I need more staff <laughs> I do George works day shift I work nights so if, that's why you see the tweets at four am because uh, I I have a very strange sleep schedule because of this film that's coming out. Um, so it, it it's, it's interesting because like as an outsider looking in, um, you could see the dysfunction, that there's something wrong. And like I talked to my family in Los Angeles and they, they get, they, they, they told me I sound crazy. And I said, I wish it, I, I wish it, I was making this crap up, but I'm not. And when my mother stood with me, she's like, No, she's not making it up. These people are really are crazy, you know. <laughs> and when she went home, she jammed. She took off. Middle of the pandemic, she didn't care. She's like, she held my hand. She's like, Please don't let me die here. You yeah.
1: know. When <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I mean, she
2: said that, I yeah. She honest
1: to god, she said that
2: yeah i'm just like oh my god and i'm not gonna obviously hold my mother captive here so i let her go back um but um that was a big sign that uh yeah there's something not quite right and it's just the way they treat us uh the way when she when she tried to vote they gave her a hard time because her last name is Ponce. the hell yeah and she's light-skinned like i am and um yeah (laughs) they gave her a hard time to the point where uh one of her uh I think I think one of her coworkers had actually had chewed her out and then I I had called the manager because something, something didn't feel right about this whole thing and I, you know I didn't have my uh you know my quick wit at the time because I'm there for our ballot <laughs> you know so I'm like I'm completely somewhere else you know and yeah this horrible lady comes out and she's like well great i got two ballots and they're both open and no mother she well let's see your mother this mother of yours that
0: is suspicious
2: yes yes and i'm like uh okay so i i said my mother can't walk to up the there's up the ramp you know and uh she's like all right so she 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 honestly did not believe me until she saw uh the, the wheelchair in the back and my mother in, a, in the passenger seat and she still wasn't was a jerk about it and she was like whole she wanted my mother's passport
0: jesus flipping christ
2: you know and i am thinking oh my god but i'm the bigot right jordan Allry, <laughs> You know, yeah. So that's just, that's just voting, <laughs> you know.
0: so. not like, like, didn't Sunudu like, like I remember watching this like Vice video where like they were talking about like the voter ID thing that they passed a couple years ago. And when he was running, he said that he would never pass such a law like they they showed the vice video of him saying no that's ridiculous i never passed this and then he signs it like
2: it's uh-huh that's that's yeah, the craziness never- we're living with that's the craziness is we're told one thing they do another and then you got you got, you got the, the the two-faced people too you got the like i said you know the double agents that collect all they can about the democratic party and then they let the gop know we're a small state, so everybody gossips. Everybody knows each other's business. So it's really easy to, to predict the next move. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Seduna flip-flops, the one that um, will always stick out with me is when he was executive counselor. And executive counselor is a unique position to New Hampshire that a lot of states don't have. But it's the most powerful seat outside being governor because they're the ones that decide on all the funding. So I can pass a bill as a state rep, but executive council has to fund it. And there's only five of those as opposed to the 400 reps. So when he was executive counselor, when the uh, Planned Parenthood contract came up, he voted against Planned Parenthood. The next year when he announced he was running for governor, he suddenly voted for the Planned Parenthood contract. The only difference was he was running for governor. And he knew the Planned Parenthood was uh, more popular um, than when he was on the GOP side of things. I mean, that's just one small piece of how this guy flip flops. And there's wow. a huge no, track record. You could
2: not believe a damn word he says. Because he'll flip flop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It okay. is insane. I'm ready to move. I'm at that point now where I'm just like, I'm so fed up to the point where I can't go to the store. I got pushed by El Baldosaro at a market basket. That's a state rep. That racist piece of shit. Ugh. Yeah. You know you Al, right?
0: Yeah. You told me about him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That guy. He, he, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a whole segment for Al <laughs> Or I think the top 10 worst. I think he's like the top three.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, in any other state, anyone that said, um, Hillary Clinton should be shot for treason. You're probably not going to win that seat again, you know. But this guy, you know, uses it, you know, for his base, and he gets everybody riled up, and he, he keeps, you know, running back into it again. The man has been evil, and he said a lot of, you know, nasty, racist things. But to actually call someone who's winning for president treasonous,
2: yeah. Yes. Oh, the, uh, the FBI no, actually no. did get involved in that too. Yeah, when uh, he was threatening Hillary Clinton. So let that be known. Yeah. Well, it's
0: a matter of record now. He, he got involved, but didn't, he, didn't, he didn't lose a seat or didn't have to resign.
2: Or, <laughs> no, and, no, no. Know, nobody, gets, nobody gets punished here.
1: Yeah, there's no accountability here at all.
2: Not at all. You know, uh, people like Al Baldessaro, people like John Burt, people like, um, uh, God, Ulri, Um, they don't belong there. We don't need all those seats. And they're getting other people sick because they're anti-maskers so you got the progressive state reps who are coming up positive for covid because uh al decided to go to a wedding in florida
0: super spreader events Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and like the and, and what was the decision behind them doing this whole voting by car thing? Like <laughs> like we couldn't do like a Zoom meeting, like that's going to waste a lot of I, gas, it's going to ruin the environment <laughs> in college and...
2: I tweeted at them and I said, why somebody can, you know, spring for the premium account? Come on. <laughs> you know? Come on.
0: There's enough, there's enough money in the coffers to do it for the well, reps. Come on. The,
2: the problem is a lot of the uh, old, the elder reps don't know how to use their phone, much less Zoom. That's the excuse. But
1: there's a there's an underlying real reason for this. Um, mm-hmm. First, couple of things. The um uh, the the guy running, you know, who is uh, the majority leader, actually ended up dying from from COVID related. So they brought in a replacement guy, and the replacement guy is the one that put the thing with the cars. So now things have shifted back to the state house. Okay. Now we're in a situation where they've tried to open it up a little bit. So they've been doing things like, like the zoom and being able to vote, you know, as a constituent, which way you want to go. And what's been happening is they're finding that the progressives have really been taking advantage of this and really making their voices heard and conquered. So now they're flipping out because they're not hearing everything the way they want to hear it. So now they're going back the other way now, and they're going away from this. And now they're demanding, you know, in-person in um, constituents going back to Concord because there's been uh, so much, you know, positive progressive news coming at these guys, they, they simply couldn't handle it. So now it's, they're, they're actually going to go back the other way. It's absolutely ludicrous. I mean, these people are afraid.
2: The only way to make money as a state rep is to get paid by lobbyists, to get paid by uh, special interest groups. You only make a hundred dollars a year Oh no, one seventy five as of taxes, yeah, yeah. as yeah. taxes,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, one seventy five. So um, there is no; it really is a volunteer situation. So when I talk to other state reps who are in it because they want to make this place better, they're struggling financially while these people are making money off of, you know, X Y Z.
0: Off Alec, off all these other, the all, the grounds, others, all, these yeah, other all the other, yeah, all the, everything, yeah. And believe it or not, it gets worse. It gets worse.
1: When we had some of this uh, gun legislation that was going through a couple of years ago, and you had these folks coming up, you know, like, um, Moms Demand Action and the others, you know, the people going up to, to vote for, or to, to express their opinions, the state reps were actually wearing white pearls and they were clutching their pearls. I was
2: there.
1: Mm-hmm. You're there for that?
2: I was there. I, um, that was the day I yelled at John Burt. Oh,
1: that, that was, was me.
2: That was me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was before I knew you. Hey,
2: yeah. Hey, John Burt, if you're listening, hey, are you a cross-dresser? What the hell's up with the pearls, man? Jesus Christ. And they're evening anyway.
1: And they did the same thing with the uh, school vouchers. With the school vouchers, there was... Um,
2: it, they're disgusting the, people. They really are. They had they,
1: bright yellow scarves.
2: right. Dan, when do you think? You've hit the bottom of the barrel. The, it just goes deeper. Like George, George and I have, we actually like sh- have shifted off because there's so much data. So, you know, we're sorting things out and it is uh, Pandora's box. I mean, this is where Glenn Maxwell got busted. This is where, where Trump stashed her. Basically, this is the white ghetto. This is the rich white ghetto.
1: in New Hampshire, proud home of Corey Lewandowski.
2: Oh, God, don't oh, yeah, mention him that
1: name. Too.
2: Yeah, we got him too. And they're trying to groom him for Senate. So this is like, oh, God, don't, don't say that. Knock on wood. You know? But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. This documentary has really opened our eyes a bit because, as we're making it, um, the people that we thought were, you know, certain people, were not, and the people that we've overlooked are um, are the ones who are doing the work. So um, it, it's uh, it's the ultimate hall of mirrors, Dan. It really is. It is a trip, especially as an outsider. So I've, I've only been here for four years. And uh, we have another, oh yeah, speaking of hypocrisy, there was another uh, state rep, uh, rep uh, Linda, uh, Linda Lynch. And she had um, lost her election to someone from California, uh who was uh resident she didn't meet the residency requirements and they just don't care nobody cares she's in but people like me go back to California. that's what i get yeah
0: California.
2: yeah i really you know i really wish they come up with a better line i'm just like <laughs>
0: so unoriginal like like <laughs> Yeah. Like you hear that on like YouTube where a bunch of like Texas people are like, oh my God, can, people are taking com, California and bringing it to Texas. Like, like, are you hearing about that like a little bit or like, like what what do you think of that? I, I know that's kind of like random and unrelated, but just.
2: Oh, the name California?
0: N- no, not not, com- for me, not California, <laughs> but just like people going from California to Texas, do you, is is that, are, is that overblown or are people really doing that in no, large People
2: numbers? are actually really doing that in a large number and I'll tell you why. There is a tech bubble there. Austin. Austin. So you have, uh, you have your web hosting companies there, you got a tech bubble. That's why the young people are moving from California to Texas. It's for work. And I they think can I think more.
0: SpaceX and Elon are moving there too, and like Apple, I believe. Yes.
2: Yeah. And that's what I was trying to do with Hudson. But these people don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, basically it is a it is a little hub.
1: Yeah. It's it's a, it's amazing, Dan, because New Hampshire could be such a leader. We've got a lot of bright people, we get the money. You know, we we could do so much in the technology. We should be a technology leader. We should be leading New England when it comes to things like solar power. Yet this is the state that has the what, the oldest nuclear reactor in New England that's literally crumbling before our eyes, and they won't do anything about it. They just take right. what the NRC says at face value. Dan, if there's a leak outside of the Seabrook nuclear power plant today, the only monitoring that they have outside the plant are these little like camera-like devices that basically use 35 millimeter film to look for the radiation. Those only get checked once every 30 days. Jesus there's Christ. literally a guy goes up there to go check it out. There's actually, there's been a state rep here in New Hampshire that's actually seeking private funding to, to build uh, monitoring stations. And he's had some success, mainly with more Northern Massachusetts than he has in, in Southern New Hampshire. What's your name outside the monitoring.
2: Dan's from Boston, late names.
1: <laughs> well, to be on, honest good. with you, the, the most visible work being done to watch Seabrook is actually coming out of uh, Newburyport, Mass. They're the ones mm. that, that actually got you know, the uh, Senator Marquees to get up and pay attention to what's going on here. Uh, Seabrook nuclear reactor has got um, eroding concrete. It, it's basically because of seawater and everything else, the concrete that houses all the radioactive material is literally crumbling before our eyes they brought in this outside group, it's called C10. You can look it up, it's a wonderful organization. Their watchdog organization has brought in concrete experts to come in to take a look. And they basically said, you know, this plant needs to be shut down. You got to remediate the concrete and there is no remediation. Instead, you know, the you know, New Hampshire legislature listens to the owners of the power plant to trying to extend the contract, uh, which, which they have been able to do. With this concrete that's basically eroding, and there's no solution for. It. And by the way, there's never been a successful, you know, attempt at any kind of evacuation plant from Seabrook, yeah, you know, which is you now is right next to Hampton Beach.
2: Oh, oh George. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I
1: passed
0: that reactor pretty frequently. Yeah.
2: D- don't forget to mention the aluminum foil over the windows.
0: Yeah, I was getting there. Yeah. So basically, so
1: basically, <laughs> you know, what 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 they're, they're telling folks is to keep to keep iodine in their house and, uh, to make sure that you can cover your windows in case there, there's a nuclear attack, it, or excuse me, nuclear escape. There is no viable escape route to get away from Seabrook, especially in the summertime. There's any kind of issue there. And yet, even when they wanted to put together a blue ribbon commission to just to monitor the concrete, it was voted down by the, by the New Hampshire state legislature. It's unbelievable. They don't care about public health.
2: They it don't care about us at them. all.
0: Literally a death cult, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It is, um, it's, it's an accident waiting to happen so so to sort of like shift gears towards like the like last part of the sort of panel um so like sort of about like COVID, like um, so New Hampshire has like one of the highest like median ages so is so what's what's sort of the situation with um with uh what's the name the vaccines like in distribution is there is there sort of a sense of urgency to get everyone vaccinated or is it still the same old sort of same old with in terms of you don't want to spend money or whatever.
2: Well I keep hearing it's coming. What have you heard, George?
1: Well, I've been, I've been walking through this um, because I'm actually in, in one of the groups. Um, so the earliest I could get a uh, time slot was actually April 9th. And I'm in group 1B, which is like the, the second priority. And New Hampshire has been using VAMS uh, to set the appointments, which is the the federal system. And it's been issue plagued and people have had a very difficult time with it. But what's really interesting is the fact when there there are statistics out there that you can get group by state as to, you know, what percentage of the seniors you know, have been able to get there as any other components. New Hampshire stats are suspiciously missing from that. Um, there's been a lot of suspect over how Sununu has been handling um, all, all the numbers as, as it's been related to COVID, pretty much right from the beginning where they started to play around with the numbers and they, they, they took them from one group and brought in another one and they munched them all together. So it basically made, made those numbers pretty much useless. So just by going with that and how it gets handled in Massachusetts, I know Massachusetts had their issues, but it seems like you know Baker is constantly evolving and changing things to try to fix things as he goes. Here in New Hampshire, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. very difficult to know exactly what's around. happening. Again, well, it comes at- down to having that single single news outlet.
2: We're not ready. We don't have enough ICU. We don't have enough beds in ICU. We don't have enough ventilators. If a big, big wave hits, we're not prepared. That's just the bottom line.
1: Wow. I mean, you ever hear the expression, it's better to be lucky than good? That's pretty much what happened uh, to New Hampshire. You know, uh, We've been very lucky.
2: George and I are, uh, like I said, we partnered up for this documentary and uh, we don't leave our houses ever <laughs> because we do everything over over communication over computer because um COVID is a big issue here. We have people who still don't wear masks here. Ugh. You know, yeah, so I, um, what are you gonna do? Yeah,
0: right? I mean my my nephew worked um he worked at CVS in Salem, so he would he would get all these crazies um you know, Stay some of them the with family. like Blue Blue Lives Matters mask or whatever. Some of them with like Trump mask. But like, yeah, lot lots of crazies in, in those stores. Yeah. I wore, I wore a, a vote blue mask into um, New
1: Hampshire's theme park, which is also known as market basket. And uh, <laughs> I, I went to the cashier and the cashier kind of leaned over and she says, is, is that a Joe Biden mask? And he said, yeah, it is. Yeah. Would you like one? He says, can I have one? I'm
2: so sick. I'm so sick of people here in Salem. Yes. Salem is the most racist place and it just happens to be the birthplace of our lovely governor, Chris Sununu. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lady yell at me um, taking my child to speech therapy uh, in Salem uh, for being Mexican. I can't believe that. But it happened. It did. I I told my LA friends this and they're like, Girl, come home. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, set a chopper. That, that's what I'm at <laughs> right now. Set a chopper. You know, for real. Yeah. I, it, I, I would give up this house in a heartbeat just to get back home.
1: And these um and and, and nothing changes. I mean the one of the reps. The <laughs> One of the reps I, I ran against was um, originally endorsed by Abraham Lincoln. That's how long he's been in office.
0: <laughs> oh, good. So, so, like, um, so I, I guess to sort of wrap up. Um, so, so when when do you think we'll see the, the documentary um, in in on in various sort of uh, venues? When when do you think it'll be done for the general public to hear about and watch all that we've been talking about?
2: Ooh, it's to be announced. Um, It's really up to our distributors at this point, and we still need to. um, We're still creating. Obviously, we're gonna try. I'm preparing a docu series because it's just too much for a documentary. So I'm really trying to push for that. So to answer your question, probably not until next year, 2022 there's just too much there's just too much and it's not just the trump people it is uh the way you know how relevant um new hampshire is to presidential elections um there's a lot that the people should know about this little berg here this little frozen iceberg here
0: there's one like I, i guess there's one thing that's been probing me like like with this Republican trifecta, like Republicans are going to control redistricting. So this is not going to be an easy state to win in 2024. But I don't I don't hear the national media talking about this at all.
2: No, nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about New Hampshire. I think it's I think it's that way by design, to be honest. New Hampshire uh, doesn't
1: talk about New Hampshire.
2: Yeah. Uh, when I did radio for uh, public radio, um, I put my cans on fees and they told me before I went on the air don't talk about uh politicians in that particular town and um
0: shielding them
2: yeah and i um before and they hit me with that right before i went on the air so i was like what the hell do i talk about then <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> so yeah i get to talk about other people yes. in other districts just not the one that because the person who owned the radio station, da 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 da, there's some funkiness. I just, I was told not to say anything. I don't like that. That was shady. That is shady. And, and uh, you know, the fact that uh, you know, a lot of things don't get out. You know, I have to go through a lot of, of my contacts from LA to get a New Hampshire story out. Can you believe that? Wow. and dan I, I feel like I'm Anne Frank like sending messages to to you in Boston you know like you're my you're my my source my my lifeline to you know sanity because I'm living in insanity and trying to stay sane and trying to raise a good kid at the same time. It's time to get out. they can have the state, trust me. But before I leave, I'm going to leave, uh, I'm going to leave with uh, the truth. People, any, have, people have to
0: know. So any sort of like, um, so, so any sort of like last words, George, in terms of like what, what you've been up to, you know, you trying to run, like any, anything things you want us to know that we don't know? Well, you know, in a lot of ways. It's like pushing a rock up a hill here. You know, I run for office,
1: you know, three times. You know, I've I've run with a very open, you know, very you know, pro positive, you know, pro, pro minority, you know, pro pro worker, pro teacher, you know, sort of base, and it just continually falls on deaf ears here. They just don't care. There's there's quite frankly there's uh, there's a lot of hate here in New Hampshire, and they, just, it, it,
2: they hate for they hate for sport.
1: They do. And the thing that really irks them the most is the fact, I mean, amongst other things is when you try to help somebody, I mean, New Hampshire minimum wage is $7 and 25 cents. And they still argue how it's going to crush the economy. This, this strong economy, if, if that goes up, you know, they've, they they've been anti, you know, LGBTQ in, in and around here. It, it's very hard to get it across. And because we're so small, it's never gonna change. You know, I, I would be representing the towns of Atkinson and Plasto. These towns don't change. It's the same voters, it's the same people. I wasn't kidding about that guy that was endorsed by Abraham Lincoln. You know, th- this guy basically has a seat for life. It's never gonna change. It's very difficult. You know, my advice would be we need to shrink the number of people that are actually in Concord and make it more manageable. The 424 reps is absolutely ridiculous.
2: Maybe uh, 200?
1: Even, to, to put it in perspective, if, <laughs> if you had the same ratio in California, would be over ten thousand state reps,
2: it you would know, be so. ridiculous. No, actually, it would be a hundred thousand state reps. hundred thousand? Yeah, you have to add even, zero. It's stuff. worse than I thought, Dan. It's worse than I thought. Wow. <laughs> it's <is> worse. <laughs> <That's laughs> it of course. Actually, when I go back to California, I really hope to um, to run there. I, I think that uh, you know, I did my time here in New Hampshire, and uh, I learned a lot i uh, uh, learned a hell of a lot. Um, I, I would rather go save my, go help my people than uh, stay here and uh, deal with this racism and crap. Do you know, I mean, having to go to a supermarket shouldn't have to be a freaking battle all the time. Or going someplace or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just,
0: no one should have to deal with that. Yeah. It's safe.
2: And then, uh, you know, of course the age of COVID's weird. So, um you know just being home a lot just you know it does kind of mess with your head a little bit too but uh i'm keeping busy with the project i think i think the project is actually making me sane because the more i'm reading um the more investigating i'm doing the more i'm showing myself that i'm not crazy uh it's the lunatics running the asylum it really is, it really is. people who love them <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Um, so I, I really enjoyed having both of you um, talk about um, New Hampshire politics. Talk about you know running, um, racism, the shenanigans with the Bank of New England, and we um, <laughs> um, definitely you're more than you guys are more than welcome to come on again. Um, I, I mean I hope my schedule doesn't change as sort. Of, I've been I've been getting pulled in a lot of directions. So I mean hopefully in the coming weeks and months I can I can have you guys again i have a
2: feeling there's a part three coming there will be
0: it's coming
2: yeah it's coming. it's coming i'm waiting for it i just haven't i just haven't uh checked my mailbox yet
1: a lot of ground for two people to cover
2: for only two people yes yeah we're keeping we keeping our uh, our team very small because it's a lot of sensitive information that we have to decipher a uh, double cross-check, fact-check, Um, some of it's really, really, really um, scandalous and we're talking like, you know, rape and stuff, so it's, it's, we got, we got to tread lightly on that stuff.
1: It's right. absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah, it is. Some of the stuff we heard. Yeah. Wow. How's that, Freyteeth? Yeah. <laughs> Stay,
2: no, tune. uh, Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. Oh, real quick. Again, this is not a hit piece. This is a. Uh, we're gonna have lots of ups and ups and downs. Um, good people who are not don't ho- are not holding a title. I I'm interviewing them as well. I'm interviewing the people who are actually doing something more so than these jerk offs who are taking lobbyist money and just you know lining their pockets. I want to talk to the real people who are actually doing something. And it's not for because it's popular or you know to get votes. It's because it's the right thing to do. So again, this is not a hit piece. This is an intervention piece. This state needs to get their shit together.
0: For sure, for sure. Um so thank thank you guys for coming on. Um there's going to be more where that came from. Um, so hope you guys have a very good one.
1: Thank you.
0: Peace. Take Peace. Care. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https://anchor.fm/.imcanvas sativa slash support You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com/.ic sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month. We also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor, and you can do this by going to https: colon slash slash anchor. fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button. And I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to join the ever-expanding I Am Canvas Sativa podcast planet on Discord. We Yes, we've got a Discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash